morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here on another magical, mindful Monday morning. Friends, for Torch Report 347, Awakening to Reality. Today, we will be uh, discussing some positive solutions to help stem the tide of collective insanity. But I just want to start the week out by stating rather emphatically that today is another beautiful day. It's gorgeous. It's glorious. And you know what? It doesn't even matter if it's raining because April showers bring May flowers. Friends, do not lose sight of the fact that life is good despite the headlines, despite the hype, despite all the propaganda, the political circus. Yeah. It can be maddening, but just take it with a grain of salt. You know, the world keeps turning. Let the world keep turning. You know, the insanity keeps ascending. But beneath it all, friends, the fundamentals of life provide each of us each and every day with a phenomenal opportunity to make the most of the moment, to embrace the journey and to just get on with life. (laughs) So it is in that spirit that I want to pick apart all of the stupidity. That seems to be plaguing our nation and, of course, the world at large. Uh, As I've made perfectly clear in Hackable Animals, which, by the way, friends, Hackable Animals is your guide to the Great Reset and the New World Order. It is available in paperback now uh, on Amazon. At any rate, as I made abundantly clear in Hackable Animals, the Great Reset is, in fact, upon us. And there is no going back. We can't go back, okay? But that does not mean that the future has already been determined. Nor does it mean that the collective cult of the global cabal is going to succeed in having their way with humanity. They might, they might, but then again, they might not. So is the glass half full or half empty? You know, do not discount, my friends, the human spirit's yearning for freedom. I believe it's irrepressible, even under a totalitarian, uh, globally oppressive regime. Don't think for a second that the American spirit is not alive and well in the hearts of millions of red-blooded, good old-fashioned red-blooded Americans all across the fruited plains. You know, the the human spirit and the, the American spirit are still very much alive. And in fact, actually, good news today, in at least three different states, uh, conservatives here recently have captured a supermajority at the state level, and they are now effectively defeating the leftist commie cabal at the policy level. And I believe that attests to the power that we still have to win the hearts and minds and reclaim control of politics at the local level. We can get our communities on board with sanity and help people wake up from the collective cult. And then we can get good, solid, strong constitutional leaders. And then we can get our communities back on track. And all of this is it's a good reason to stay optimistic, even in the face of overwhelming odds, even in the face of the global onslaught of sheer lunacy. (laughs) Keep that in mind today, friends, as we dive into the headlines. When you hear stories like the UN is now backing legal recommendations to normalize pedophilia, right? To, To normalize sex with minors. That's out in the news today. Meanwhile, the U.S. Navy 
is hiding children's medical records, trans children that want to go through, you know, uh, gender transition or whatever. They're hiding those medical records from parents. And right here in Washington state, uh, Washington state has now made it legal to secretly remove children from their parents. If the parents want to defy the desires of their children and, and you know, and, and defy trans procedures. So if a, if a parent says, Hey honey, you know, you, I understand you think you want to be a boy or if you're a girl or if you're uh, if you're a boy, you want to be a girl, a girl want to be a boy. Your parents can't stand in the way of that or they're going to get taken into the custody of the state. It's 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 disgusting. It's sickening. It's wrong. Yet, you know, it's happening, friends. And some would say that it's evil. And I agree wholeheartedly that this is, in fact, evil. But I think about the fact that all around the world and right here in the good old U.S. of A., there are millions upon millions of minions who have bought into this sick, disgusting victimization of children. We've talked a lot about how the global cabal is intentionally targeting children to shape the dystopian hell they have planned for our future. So all of this is really just par for the course. Expect this disease to spread, friends. And of course, it's not just an American phenomenon. The, uh, the UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, who happens to be a globalist hack, just in case you forgot, you know, he's out there. He's under fire right now for making the outlandish assertion that 100% of women do not have penises. Now, <laughs> of course, the leftist cult uh, in his own country. They are adamant that only 99.9% of women do not have penis penises. You know, and, and this is what is passing for to political debate these days. This is like, oh, this is like policy priority. We got to be talking about this. We can't have some prime minister saying that 100% of women do not have penises. That's outrageous. You know, that's that's discrimination. That's extremist, you know, perspective, whatever. Friends, all the stupid insanity don't lose sight of the bigger picture. And that bigger picture is that this insanity is a mere symptom of the psychological warfare that's being foisted upon humanity by the evil cabal who seeks to rule and enslave us all. All of the relentless propaganda that's driving these wedge issues, it aims to shatter reality. That's what we're witnessing here, this, this shattering of reality. The distractions are designed to tear the public's mind to pieces, tear the public's consciousness to pieces so they can put it back together. As we were discussing last week, friends, the root cause of all of this global mental health crisis, it is being perpetrated and exploited to consolidate political power and control. They know what they're doing. Okay? And here, too, I think it would be wise to just say, hey, we should expect more of this. We should expect more fallout. We should expect more mental issues to spread all around the globe as more and more people fall prey to the systematic destruction of happiness and mental stability. It's all part of the plan. Thus, friends, this week, when you hear about all the hype about, oh, there's going to be historic UFO hearings, or you hear about how uh, the American highway system roads are designed to kill black people, just laugh it off. I mean, it's, it's so stupid. But relish the opportunity to mock these people, mock them for the morons that they, they are, you know, mercilessly mock them for being a bunch of freaking stooges and remind yourself that this too shall pass. <laughs> so laugh at them, laugh it off because it's, you know, that 
we need to have a little bit of lightheartedness when dealing with all the crazy. You know, when you hear about the CEO of Anheuser-Busch and learn that he was a former CIA recruitment specialist. So he's a he's a spook. You know, he's he's sly to all the psyops and all that. Just when you hear that kind of stuff, friends, let a wry smile grace your face. <laughs> what else would you expect in a world that's gone crazy? This is all signs of the times. You know, hordes of lawless youth swarming the inner, inner cities, ransacking their neighborhood markets. You know, all this is being dubbed as a teen takeover. And of course, the globalists are driving this teen takeover. But the woke city leaders, friends, they don't want to demonize these disturbed and destructive youth. Instead, they want to provide more safe spaces for youth to gather safely and demonstrate their collectively conditioned discontent with America's corrupt capitalist society. You see, it's all about the revolution. Do you want a revolution? What? What? This, my friends, is all part of the plan. And it's all part of the American cultural revolution. And it's only going to continue. It's going to continue to accelerate until a majority of people are so fed up with the insanity, so fed up with the stupidity, so fed up with the sickness that they're actually going to do something about it. But for the time being, as more and more people go woke, you know, if, if the king of beers going woke is not a wake up call, hello, you know, it, it, it probably is best right now to then buck Buckle up and hunker down. You know, the convergence of all of these factors is ultimately designed to drive our country into a bloody revolution. And I'm stating that as a fact, an empirical, objective, and completely verifiable fact. To quote the words of Karl Marx, quote, the meaning of peace is the absence of op opposition. The meaning of peace is the absence of opposition to socialism, period, end quote. Now, you think about that. Think about the U.N. Sustainable Development Goals and all of that. It's all about peace and global peace and democracy and all this crap. Now, peace, from the words of the Marxists who are driving this revolution, is the absence of opposition. And there was an article out at Town Hall today uh, written by Mark Lewis, and he just very – he did it expert job of expounding upon this. I want to share a little excerpt. These are the words of Mark Lewis. Uh, link there in the report today if you want to read the full article. It's a great article. He was talking about the, uh, the, the connection between Bud Light, Lenin, and Karl Marx. And he, you know, it's a three-part series. Anyway, I'm going to share a little excerpt here. Quote, says Mark Lewis, there will be no peace until everyone accepts socialism. This is a war to the death for these people. It's what they believe in. They believe in nothing else. And they demand that you believe it too. And if you don't, they will kill you. As long as you oppose socialism or until they are crushed, you can expect increased violence, increased aggression, and societal conflict in America. The Democrats are committed socialists, and there will only be war until you are, too. It's a cultural war. That's what Marx said. And then when socialism wins, as evidenced by the 20th century and current socialist states, there will be no freedom. There will only oppression and death. OK, this is what comes with socialism. He says no peace until you submit and obey. Do you want freedom? Forget it. Communism destroys freedom and demands total submission. P 
period, end quote. As I'm saying, as I was saying, friends, I, I just believe that that was just perfectly stated. Okay, that that this is what they want. And he's pointing to the historical facts, you know, looking at the 20th century. Look at what happens every time. Okay, they 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 oppress and they crush dissent. They eradicate dissent violently. That's what happens. And with all this in mind, I think it's important to point out that giving these ghouls the violent revolution that they desire is a is a short-sighted strategy. You know, it's uh I've heard you know, you know, people talk about, you know, different pundits talk about, well, you know, if, if, if the police would just step aside and let the good old fashioned, you know, red blooded Americans, you know, clean house would deal with this once and for all. That's short sighted, friends. They're not launching this cultural revolution out of desperation. They're launching it because they believe they have the upper hand, that they have successfully conditioned the majority of Americans to support their communist cause. They've captured the media, have they not? They've infiltrated our institutions, have they not? And they've captured our political establishment, have they not? Friends, they have already won the battle for democracy, which, of course, if you've been with me, you know that's the first step in a communist revolution. And now, the left, the radical left, the commie cabal, they are hastening the violent eradication of dissent. This is a textbook takeover. Now, as a brief aside here, the reason that this all works, this cultural revolution and the, the wedge issues and all that, this conscious transformation, it works because they're exploiting human nature. And now with the algorithmic social interventions, uh, the other uses of weaponized AI controlling emerging public perceptions, now they have the ability to rewire the public psyche and rewrite history simultaneously in real, real time. They're doing both, friends. And this is very serious stuff with massively disturbing implications. But this, too, does not preclude the possibility that we can adapt we can overcome with our own strategies, our own guerrilla tactics. You know, we must never lose the sight of the fact that this is mental warfare. It's a battle for the hearts and minds of humanity. And that happens right at the local level in our own communities. And we we really need to be using their strategies against them. So all of this conscious transformation, we need to flip the script a little bit. We need to call it out. You know, wokeism is a religious cult. Okay, they're out there saying, oh, it's a you know violent Christian insurrections. Christians are racist. Blah, 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 blah. You know, it's a religious cult. No, wokeism is a religious cult. And I put a great uh, link to a great article in there that really spells that out. But these people are crazy. And you can see it with your own eyes. You know, they are not well. These are disturbed and mentally unstable people. They've been conditioned into insanity. And their collective delusions are on full display. Though, obviously, they can't see it for themselves, right? They can't tell that they're in a cult, but they are. And quite unfortunately... Friends, and this is really kind of where we get down to brass tacks of strategy here. And most of the metropolises around the globe, the useful idiots are now the majority, which is why we cannot hope to win this battle with conventional warfare. Okay? And it's not a conventional battle. This mimetic mental virus is going to continue to spread. It's going to continue transforming otherwise normal individuals into agents of change for the global cabal. and. When I'm talking about, you know, transforming people into agents of change, friends, we're not just talking about average everyday citizens here. 
We're also talking about the elected politicians at every level of government. The woke hive mind, the mimetic mental virus, it's, it's infiltrating and poisoning the minds and the perspectives of people at every level in the political uh, structure, city council members, county commissioners, state legislators and governors, congressional representatives and U.S. senators alike are all subject to this conscious transformation. And that means that, you know, even if they've not gone woke just yet, every election cycle is going to bring another round of merciless mental warfare and the political class and the military leaders. They're going to continue to be methodically assimilated into the collective cult of the hive mind. Okay, These leaders will be responding to the psychological pressure from the media. They're going to be responding to the financial pressure of the liberal lobbyists, and they're also going to be responding to the ever-increasing social pressure of constituents who have completely lost their freaking minds. You know, so you think about elections and politics and all of that kind of stuff, friends. It's it's all of these. You know, it's the psychological pressure of the war. Um, the propaganda of the media, it's the financial pressure of the lobbyists, it's the social pressure of people who have lost their minds. But all of this comes together to just slowly erode the, the constitution and character of our political class altogether there. And in my opinion, friends, the opinions of this mere ignorant peasant, this is why bullets won't work. No amount of lead can defeat this mental virus. These factors are not going to go away, and we need to face this fact and take it into account in order to launch an effective opposition. Oh, <laughs> and don't forget, you know, that a fair majority of our so-called conservative leaders, the Republican Party establishment, they're in on this great global picture, the big picture plan future earth and all of that. And they're actively working to subvert the will of we, the American people. Friends, with all of that said, just as it took decades for us to get to where we're at today, it's going to take decades to correct course. The fundamental transformation of America has already happened. And now we need a new transformation, a new shift in consciousness, a new awakening to the realities that once made our made us the greatest nation on earth, made our country the greatest nation on earth, the greatest human experiment that ever was. You know, we can't not we cannot go back. We need to shift forward. And as I said at the onset, you know, this this is the great reset. There is no going back. While I do believe that it does remain technically possible to restore our constitutional republic. Uh, I, I I do believe it's possible, technically speaking, to once again unite our nation on the common principles of liberty and justice for all. But it is simply impossible to undo the decades of cultural conditioning overnight. The cultural rot cannot just simply be carved out. Okay, this is the majority we're talking about here. And not only that. We cannot dismiss the technologies that are now driving this national transformation, this transformation of consciousness. Time marches on. The world keeps turning, and it's going to keep right on changing as it does. The fourth industrial revolution, et cetera, et cetera, friends. We must move forward with our eyes wide open. Wishing things to be different is an utter waste of time. <laughs> as my grandma liked to say, Luke, you can wish in one hand and shit in the other and see which fills up faster. <laughs> ah, friends, we've got our work cut out for us, but with the right mindset, even hard damn work can be an enjoyable experience. So let's roll up the sleeves. Let's laugh at these loonies. 
companies and look forward to opportunities. Look for opportunities to help people step out of the collective cult of insanity and awaken to the reality that life is still good. And that is the message of my heart for today. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to find that little heart. It's on the website or you can download the Substack app. Click that heart and give me some love. It helps to boost the algorithms. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. Please consider joining the Patriot Club to support this publication. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this mindful Monday and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Yeah.